All right, before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon. They are Aperba, Nate Hansen of Hansen Screen Printing, Rock the Green, Andy Herbrand, Lauren L., Paul Campaneshi, Kelby Goodman, Greg Whalen, Zach Duren, Daniel, and Cara Lighting. Thank you guys so much for supporting our pad. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. This is your weekly dose of the Dairy State. Today, we are talking about another piece of Milwaukee history regarding Jones Island. Are you Jonesing? I mean, right off the bat, it kind of sounds like a little bit of a getaway for, you know, men. Like going to Jones Island. Yeah. I'm going to rip it down on Jones. And wasn't there a thing called Jones Soda? At one point, there still is Jones. So oh, yeah. oh is that, there yeah. still okay? Yeah, it, actually, I think for like Thanksgiving, they have like turkey flavored and shit, which is disgusting. But yeah, that doesn't that basically sounds yeah. like you diarrhea. boiled a turkey and then you just let it cool down and then you drink that the sounds water. Like diarrhea. Hot it's, dog water. Yeah. So we're gonna discuss that, and I promise you, it's not as disgusting as hot dog water and whatever. So uh, we also have great Wisconsin music from the Earthlings. Yeah, heck yeah. And uh, those. Uh, those fellas over there, Mad Town area, doing some solid work. It, I mean, it literally. Uh, we'll save some of this for the for you know down the line here and later in the episode, but it really threw me for a loop. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We both I thought it was like at each a other. Diff- a different genre altogether. There was like but a fork awesome. in the road multiple times, and they kept going the direction I didn't expect, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome." It's great music. Yeah. Um. Of course, we have another beer review. Why wouldn't we? It's part of the the DNA and the culture of this thing. Um, and, of course, another edition of How Many Locos You At. Cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah. um, before we begin, though, uh, we have a quick request. Uh, if all of you could head over and give us a review uh, on whatever platform you choose to listen to this thing. Um, this one little small act really does help us immensely. It's really hard for us to even quantify just how uh, incredible the the power of a review and like a a, a thumbs up or a comment. Any oh, of those yeah, things sure. are like fantastic. Huge. The algorithm just I, goes balls out because our like our like uh, monetization goes over to like the music side of things. We don't really yeah. make much, so that's pretty much our way to you know kind of exactly. helps out a lot. So. Yeah, and and. It, I guess that you know, there's a thing on the in the inside of the matrix where it's like, uh, hey, if you hit review on here and you know, or you hit like or whatever, all of a sudden it's gonna explode your podcast into a direction to somebody who you know likes similar stuff, but it somehow works, and I and I don't get it, you know. Yeah, too 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 much intelligence for this. Too much intelligence, yeah. Too much science robot fiction AI it's ai Musk. uh 3d printer tesla tesla Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> nasa 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 auto parts um also 
Uh, hey, if you wish to become a supporter of this podcast, uh, all that information is at wisconsindrunkenhistory.com. Uh, you can also find links to like T Public and some other fantastic things. We're constantly adding new uh, new content, AI features. Uh, features. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, without any uh, further stupidity, let's just jump right in here. Jones Avenue. Yeah, so I hope you guys are Jones in the hear about this one. So this marsh strip has its early roots in the Native American culture, much like Wisconsin, obviously. It was a gathering yeah. place due to all the resources such as fish, wild rice, and other resources. And we've talked about this too because we've done stuff with um you know, that little strip over in there anyways. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The uh um the ama- I mean, honestly, it's just it's weird. We've discussed it before, but you know the the fact that the Menominee the, River Valley, yeah, the MRV, has looked uh, so different throughout its you know like hundred two hundred years. Where you know, hey, back back then in the earliest you know points of of Milwaukee being a thing, you've got you know settlers who come in and they actually use like the wildlife, yeah, and then uh, looking back, you know, then uh, in the seventies. There was like no wildlife because it was literally just a concrete manufacturing jungle. Uh, and then now back to where we're trying to put a little bit more like a wildlife. And, yeah. And, and this is before Bradford Beach had fucking doo-doo warnings every year. Right. I mean, every year there's like some kind of shit warning. You're not going to want to swim in that water. It's there's good. too it's much doo-doo. Cholera and fucking AI, E-coli and and e- NASA. AI and NASA tech. Elon Musk and... <laughs> But French-Canadian fur traders, um, their bud, began to visit the area and eventually set up a trading post. Early records indicate that by the 19th century, a man named Anotisa, and I hope I did that right because I lost, uh, I lost my Native American source that used to help me pronounce this shit. Anotisa, maybe. But yeah, I think, I think you, we're, yeah, that's awesome. You did great. But it's known the white settlers as king of the Potawatomi, which makes it a lot easier on me. Um, yeah. And he led a pan-tribal village on the site. And by the 1830s, during the area of the Indian removal, Milwaukee's Native Americans were displaced to force to live on reservations in other states, which we've talked about, which is unfortunate, but it's it's, it's a part manifest of destiny, white dudes. You, you, can't, know. you can't necessarily erase it, but you know what you can do? You can just be better. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's that's where we're headed. It's great. So the island actually gets its name from a shipbuilder named James Monroe Jones, who arrived in Milwaukee in 1848. He established a shipyard on the site around 1854, and only a short few years after, Jones was out of business of due to the financial panic of 1857. You and know, you don't hear about that one as no, often. No, not really. I you mean, hear about the 20s and 30s, but the 18 what 1857 exactly, there was just a panic, you know, from like, March to April, everybody yeah. just panicked and shit their pants. I actually have no idea what I'm talking you just, about. You're just making things up on this financial <laughs> panic. And a storm that actually damaged the island as well in 1857. And he left for probably, you know, maybe back then was pretty nice. But he left for Detroit in 1861. Well, Today, yeah. you don't want to go there. Like it's pretty, I do. You do? It's pretty rugged. I love Motown and I love cars and stuff, but that Greek place town is, awesome, is pretty dude. wild, dude. Greek town, downtown uh, Detroit, Michigan there. I... Can't say enough good things about it. It's when, up and when, coming. It's up and coming. Right. Because, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, 2000, like, it, eight or 10 was, like, the worst time for that area. And then they, you know, completely uh, turned face and just, like, made it 10 times better. But that's the same thing we're going to talk about here with this Menominee River Valley. Can we can we talk about Detroit Lions for just one second? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that team sucked ass. And I didn't know Detroit had Lions. 
They do. Son of a bitch. I'm not lying, bro. <laughs> I'm glad they can't swim and come to but Wisconsin. Their ex QB who ended up winning his Super Bowl, and we all know who we're Stafford, talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. He 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 like a guy with that much talent got put on the shittiest team. Let's just throw it out there. Yeah. He yeah. was a very talented quarterback and he got thrown on the Detroit Lions, dude. Yeah. It's oh, tough when shit. you it's tough when you're a good quarterback uh coming out of college and uh you know, the number one draft picks I mean, it's always the worst team. I know. Uh, unless they trade it away, you know, but more than likely, dude, you're headed to a fucking it's, it, a rocky start. You're going like, to be there like for we're... four years, if you're lucky, just four years, and then you can, you know, get out of Dodge and, and find something it, better. It's like Dan Marino, man. Like, guy was freaking talented. You got fucking put on the Dolphins, dude. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's a hard fucking pill to swallow, you know? Well, especially you got considering, that you know, not only were the Dolphins not really that great right when he came in, he made them really good. They never won a Super Bowl, and I think their playoff performances were not you know that great anyway. But remember, the 1972 Dolphins went perfect in this in the regular season, all through the playoffs, and won the Super Bowl. Only team ever in NFL True. history to do that. So you've got a legacy that you can't possibly live up to. Number one. And then you're also with a dog shit team right out right out of college. Oof. That's tough to stomach. All right, well, back to you. It's that's enough football talk. Yeah, back but we had to a, I had Native just... Americans and James uh, Monroe Jones. So in the 1870s, people actually started to settle on the island, mainly Polish and uh, German settlers. Jones Island became known as the home of the Kashubs, which were immigrants from Poland, Baltic Sea coast. The Kashubs were fisher folk who established a village on the island. And they were considered squatters by the city and eventually evicted in the early 20th century to make way for the wastewater treatment plant and the updated harbor facilities. Which, you know, Milwaukee uh, uh, Harbor is really cool. Yeah, I for do sure. love that area. It probably looks a it's, lot different than it did in the 20s. But I mean, yeah, it's weird that they just, hey, you guys are squatters like, it's basically get like, the fuck out. It's basically like shanties, though. I mean, they're basically like wooden shitbox houses and stuff like that. And they're basically like run down, right. like, you know, boats that were just rusted out. Most of these people came over here, uh, you know, because they were excommunicated from like the church, you know, from where they, you know, they, where they're coming from. And then all of a sudden... You know, and, and, and we've got uh, this great new land that's supposedly perfect for, you know, growing, you know, things. And, you know, we stole it from the Native Americans, but then you got Polish and Germans and, you know, even Italians and, and obviously English and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, the United States is that melting pot. So for sure. it's, it's really just funny that uh, they they just they can point to a certain, you know, ethnic group. Or, or whatever and say, yep, you guys are squatters. Yeah. You're just doing things differently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in, so this actually started in the 1920s when the city actually started to evict the squatters to clean up the island and make room for the sewage plant that's there yeah. today. Um, some of the Polish fishermen ended up holding out for 20 years and in 1940 till the 1940s, but eventually obviously were forced to leave. Right. I it, mean, it, they yeah, you can only, you can only, you know, withstand for so long exactly. before, you know, maybe the threats start becoming even more towards violence. And the Jones Island sewage treatment plant was actually completed in 1925. Uh, Milwaukee pioneered the modern water uh, reclamation process and aeration and was first to create a commercial byproduct from the sewage treatment, the fertilizer known as milorganite. The facility was designated a National Historic Civil Engineering Landmark in 1974. Awesome. That same year, the Kashubs Park on uh, Jones Island was named uh, Milwaukee Landmark, which is wow. kind of cool. They actually devoted it to the people that were kicked off. Yeah. 
It is the smallest park in the county, but serving a tiny patch of green space in the now industrialized area. And every year, a group of the descendants of the Kashubs meet in the picnic for in the park for a picnic. Wow, actually, which is kind of cool. That's actually really. I mean, that's it's pretty uh, neat that the city actually kind of paid homage to the uh, poor fishermen that were kicked off the island. Yeah, and uh, the the civil engineering landmark that the that that uh, wastewater facility became. Uh, and I didn't know that they were the first to uh, uh, to do uh, that that whole thing with the Melorganite uh, creating a fertilizer. Yeah, that's really cool. You know what's pretty gross though is like they actually have these municipal spreaders that are made out of stainless where they spread human shit on like fields and stuff that's yeah. like, treated. It's yeah. pretty gnarly. I do it for free. Yeah, if you guys I need just go out there and like, start throwing turds. Just go to Taco Bell, load up on some Maritos, and head out to a field. <laughs> yeah, you guys can yeah. pay me by the hour if you just want. Give me a couple of Supreme Soft Shell tacos, give pretty a, cheap, and give I'll give me just, a Cravings box and I'll rip that I'll field. F- I'll be farting for a couple weeks, but <laughs> I mean, you guys are gonna have a nice field. But it's pretty interesting that, like, the Jones Island, I mean, you always go past it, even like we talked about on the Home Bridge episode, you kind of go over and you can see the Jones Island area, you can see the sewage treatment. Yep. But you never know the history there because all you see is, like, those big tanks and, well, right. you know. And and honestly, I mean, you'll notice that when you're going over the Hone uh, and you get really just kind of down into that area, uh, Menominee River Valley, you can definitely smell some weird stuff. There's like, some... in the morning, it kind of smells like, like, Taco Bell gas slash like seaweed, and uh, I'll I'll be, I'll I'll be completely Taco honest. Bell gas. Yeah, it it's smells like it smells disgusting. like just unforgivable uh, flatulence and seaweed. And um, what what's really just like wild is that the first couple times you you go over it, you're like, oh man, that is disgusting. I'm really into it now. You down? Yeah, I mean, I do it. I do it five days a week, pretty much four or five days a week. I mean, so it's just like I just got used to it. You're just like, oh, this ain't so bad. I'm like, fuck, that's kind of <laughs> snazzy. Disgusting. That literally just fucking karate judo's my nose hairs, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> I needed that spunk to wake I need, up in the yeah, morning. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Jesus. I'm usually half asleep <laughs> driving until I hit the hone, and then I'm like, whoa. That's a fucking What is shisket. that? <laughs> that is God. a shisket. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, did somebody forget to bathe? Gee Boy, whiz. Moly. Somebody had a nice set of mushrooms. <laughs> Wild. 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 <laughs> Wild doos. All right. But I, yeah, I, I'm I, sorry. That was the main segment. That's what you get for today. You get and, fucking uh, doo-doo, home bridges, We talked about and... all the dumb shit that you shouldn't even talk about. I mean, I'd be surprised if they learned anything today, Russ. Well, I hope at least they learned about the Kashubs <laughs> and the squatters on the island and uh, my my rant about the Detroit Lions and fucking Dan Marino. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Matt Stafford is a real pile of shit on a team that sucks, and now he's got a Super Bowl. And uh, then... Dude, the guy's a great quarterback. He just got shafted, man. <laughs> he did. He did. So, yeah. But that's going to conclude the main segment. Yeah. Now we're going to go on to this musical segment, and guess what? We've got a band from Madison, Wisconsin. Awesome. That's Madtown area, baby. The capital. Wow. Yeah. And uh, these these guys are absolute rock stars. Uh, they're uh, they're called the Earthlings, and uh, they are kind of an arts collective and music and and kind of all this uh, thing wrapped up in this awesome uh, package and. Um, they've got diverse eras, which we talked about at like the top of the episode when we were kind of introducing everything. Um, it, it, in so many ways, you thought 
this was the direction the band was going. Uh, and, and Russ and I are in no ways music theory experts or anything like that, but we've listened to a lot of different music, uh, a lot of different genres, some really wild trippy shit too. Oh yeah, for sure. And almost every single time, if a song sounds like it's going left, it's going to go left. It just, that's how typical music goes. This was really crazy, man. Uh, yeah, I, I it, just took a different direction than I was thinking initially. Yeah. I mean, I really like it. I mean, you're getting like that indie psychedelic kind of It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like, uh, hey, we're going to start with this little bit of a disco. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, nope, it's ska. Oh my God, here's some synth. And, you know, like you said, there was just uh instruments galore that just popped out of nowhere and we discovered this band actually from uh friends of ours from seesaw like they were just they're yeah. they're gonna be at their show coming up which we're gonna talk about in a future episode and yeah. play another one of their songs but they're also gonna be at the show so they kind of like gave us a little hint about these guys and right we, i mean we had to play them i mean we got to check it out right that's the thing is you know we were we were you know talking about going to their show at the majestic in madison and then all of a sudden we were like looking at the bill and it's social sig, which we've had, we've, we've absolutely featured them. And then, you know, the earthlings, I mean, this was, this was neat to, we had bomb bomb and bomb bomb is also at that show, show too. And Seesaw we've had multiple times cause they're huge fans. I yeah. I own every single album that they have currently. Everything that they do is phenomenal. And then the people that they know, I mean, they, oh, they yeah. keep great company too, which is awesome. And, um, the earthlings play some really, really cool stuff. Uh, like Russ said, you kind of get that laid back psychedelic indie, um, with some of that euphoric and spacey kind of stuff with those synth pads and yeah, for sure. um, definitely some, a lot of texture going on. Yeah. And then, like I said, too, uh, you're sort of getting that seventies disco vibe too in there, which is just, uh, you know, if somebody were to tell you I'm making a burrito, but I'm also going to throw like pizza ingredients in there also with some sushi and you're like a different route wait a second that doesn't sound like a burrito i want but this is the burrito you needed it's it's like you didn't know it's like that uh what is a place that makes those like crazy egg rolls in milwaukee it's like oh hamburger egg mcdonald's never would have thought about that there's like a there's a food cart and i can't remember the name of it but i know like these egg rolls i know which one you're talking about cheeseburger pizza egg rolls like why i thought i thought for some reason they one of them was called like the big like the big mac uh roll or something like that it's insane or mcdonald's it like took me on a completely different route with egg rolls yeah and this is kind of like what it did it like blows your mind i know it's you're like wait a second that's in an egg roll I thought egg rolls was pork and, and cabbage. Yeah, like, and what some the fuck? maybe chicken once in a while or yeah, like a yeah. spring roll or some shit. I'm more this of the like pork, a new direction. I'm more of the pork egg roll. You're more the pork egg roll guy. Yeah. Huh? And and or, you know, my favorite egg rolls of all time, Moy's. Oh, of they course. have that that the peanut oil and the peanut butter that they use in there that just spices everything up. That's those. The, I mean, Moise is a hometown legend. I mean, Moise is literally the hometown legend for sure. Yeah, but yeah, the so, Earthlings are a Madison legend, and you guys gotta check yes, out this song. So, these, Eric, these are just like my favorite egg rolls. After we listened to this entire album, what did you end up choosing? Yeah, so we actually went with Sticky Heart, which is uh, the 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 number one track on Peace and Anarchy by uh, uh, the Earthlings. So, if you get a chance, go over to Bandcamp. Support these guys. They're absolutely phenomenal. We're going to jump right in to Sticky Heart.
All right. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was incredible. That was, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Earthlings, uh, we will definitely be heading out April 21st, uh, the Majestic. Uh, we're very excited to be at that show. Yeah, um, we'll definitely be there with Von Bomb, Social Sig, and yeah. Seesaw. And we have another Seesaw. announcement coming up the week of. So stay tuned Yeah, because we have a very special artist coming on. In artist. Some very, uh, AI. AI game features. Stop, stocks. Stop. <laughs> Trades. Trades. Stocks. Tesla. Bonds. James Bonds. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely uh, awesome song. Go check yeah, it out. Sure. Bandcamp. The Earthlings. The whole album is pretty good, too. Oh, I mean, because we ended up getting the whole entire solid, one. It was, bro. yeah, it was a solid album. So, yeah, the best way to find the song that you want to play, kind of just listen through. Just get and, the whole album. And, yeah, exactly. Just buy the whole discography and just see what you like. Uh, all right. Beer review time, Russ. Yeah. So, we got a great one from our, one of our favorites, Carbon Four. Yep. Um, one of and our Eric, longtime favorites. Before we begin this one, you, we got a little news to talk about with Carbon Four, which is awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, we uh, we had actually gotten an email from them uh, a few weeks ago, and they were like, stay tuned. We got some cool shit. And we were like, what could this be? What does that mean? Uh, I mean, I thought my mind went, you know, a cool brew, uh, like a new brew uh, or maybe a collab um, or maybe they were announcing something like, you know, a new beer garden or something. You know, who knows? All of a sudden, guess what? They are saving Ale Asylum. Which is awesome. They just became the owners <laughs> of Ale Asylum. And Russ, you knew right off the bat, you were like, wait, Carbon 4 is in the original Ale Asylum building. Yeah, exactly. The original tap house. Exactly. And now they're actually getting the actual Ale Asylum building and yeah. keeping a lot of their standard beers alive. Yeah, so the big thing is everybody basically was like, oh. That means no more Hopalicious when Ale Asylum announced that or, they were closing. Or Ambergeddon. I mean, yeah. It's just classic just, brews. Just really good beers but i mean hopalicious was always one of those ones that i just it was Vel- a good go to was a velvet habit too Vel- it? yep that velveteen great, habit velveteen habit and you know what it's funny because like every time i would travel to mexico i don't like going on planes so ale sign was my stop by the airport there in madison yeah so i just get fucking shitty before i got on the plane just to be like zoned out and like passed out on the plane you know yeah and it was really sad when I heard it was closing because that was like my go-to stop. I'd get lunch and a brewski there, a couple of brewskis before I went to the airport. Which is awesome. In uh, an Ale Asylum, uh, I mean, again, just such uh, good go-tos. Uh, you know, if you were at the beer uh, aisle and you're like most people where you're like, well, there's so many options. What do I do? I mean, Ale Asylum, Hopalicious was always a good go-to oh, yeah, grab. For sure. Uh, as well as uh, New Belgium, um, we we love those beers too. It's it's. I know they're not from there's, Wisconsin. There's but. a there's a million beers to choose from. I mean, I always try to get the Wisconsin beers to support local, and yeah, you know, it's hard for me to support our brothers to the south. So I try to avoid the Goose Island. But like the oh, Ale Asylum yeah. was like the competition to Goose Island for Wisconsin. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like they were a big maker of beer, good beer quality beer yeah and then obviously goose island got bought out by uh uh you know what i'm talking about miller Shit. and or like coors or something like that i think anheuser-busch or, or yeah and, and bev so now and it's bev. like now it's just fucking trash and they watered everything down and it tastes like asshole which it Fuck always you, Goose did, Island, you, know? you fucking cocks. Yeah, did Jones Island <laughs> soda is better. Yeah, fuck or you. Or whatever. But no, we, we which one did we choose today? So we went, yeah, we actually went with a carbon four brew. Uh, we do have we've done Hopalicious, we've done uh, Ambergeddon, we've done you know a lot of the Ale Asylum beers. Um, we we honestly had 
uh, a bunch of Hopalicious stashed because as soon as I they announced that, I went to the you know the the next couple grocery stores and 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 bought up some Hopalicious because like I said, it's a great go to beer. But we decided uh, we're gonna grab uh, one of the current tap list uh, for beers sure. from Carbon Four called Midwesty. Tell us about it, Russ. Yeah, so the Midwesty is a Pilsner beer. So it's it's kind of like your domestics, obviously better crafted like we always talk about with the Pilsners, but they're using the Pils hop, obviously um you, I mean the Pils malt, the Pilsner malt. Pilsner malt, yeah. Um you, this one actually has flaked rice in it and uh cascade hops. Um the beer is super easy drinking beer. It's one you could have on tap at like any local bar and it'd go over well, right? Yeah. It's just kind of like a better crafted MGD. Yep. You know, like way better crafted. Uh, coming in at 4.4% ABV. You know what I mean? Like, you can drink this one all day. This is like one mowing the lawn, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, you know, going from the, the morning chores of mowing the lawn, getting that stuff done outside uh, while the sun is, you know, at peak position. And you can ride this one right into making dinner on the grill, hanging out in the backyard, you know. And here I am thinking of all the events that uh, we're we're looking forward to. Yes. Spring seems like it's on us now. I can't wait. Yeah, so this I'm, is great. So grab a Midwesty, New Balance, you know, grab your headphones, put on the Earthlings album. Yeah. And just make it like a nice little dad dad day. Dad day. Dad day, mowing. Dad day. Mowing, taking care of lawns, dad New day. Balance, dad day, polos, khakis. Oh, yeah. The, oh, whole, the whole deal. A polo <laughs> shirt with a nice Reebok short. Jesus oh, you got Christ! It. Jesus, with the New Balance shoe that stains green. Watch out! Yeah, look the fuck up. Save some for the rest of us, buddy. I know. Fuck, man, that's you're a nice... driving through the neighborhood and you're just like, ah, he's shutting it down, bro. God damn, is that a Lacoste polo? Yeah, fuck. he's gonna get so <laughs> look much at ass that tonight. Little gator, bro, with look the like... Reebok shorts. Holy shit! Is that a polo player I skin a shirt? That ain't, got, that ain't the Walmart one. This is fucking. This is we're talking Ralph Lore here, dude. Yeah, he's right, getting fucking, fucking so much ass. Ralph Lore end. <laughs> he's um, getting so much ass in that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bright blue with the khakis. Wow, watch out, my holy moly! Look at the gator on that guy's chest. <laughs> that's a Lacoste if I've ever yeah, seen that. <laughs> that's a fucking yeah. Lacoste. I'll bet he's got brute cologne on, buddy. <laughs> He's wearing yeah. London Gentleman, I believe. Yeah, London Fog. <laughs> London Fog. <laughs> Is that Fucking a perfume? Musk. Elon Man Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> Dude, Why hasn't he created a I know. cologne called Elon's Musk? You know how many dads would buy that thing, dude? You know how many Tesla drivers would buy that? I gotta get Elon Musk. Yeah, I, got a Tesla. Dude, I got his car, man. I might as well smell like that fucker. Um <laughs> But but Midwesty is a fantastic beer no, is what great we're trying brew. to say. Uh, and, um, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta trust us. If you're, if you're in the area, please go grab it. It is one of their core beers. So, uh, it, it is available pretty much all the time. Yeah. And I mean, the, the cool thing is they always pay homage to something, which is, I always love about them. I mean, we're huge fans of drive. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Jeez, dude. When I bought that fucking jacket for Mike. They had the fucking hot gaz on there. Dude. Yeah, dude. Hot gaz was fucking riding some cars and yeah. taking some fucking shit down. Remember it said that you could use petroleum jelly on it? On oh, yeah. Can you fucking slick it? Yeah, you're like, what is going Jesus, on? Fuck. You, you, you want to fucking put that on there and just yeah. go down the road on your yeah. coat or what? <laughs> fucking slick shit, dude. Just having that jacket is slick shit. It is. You don't need any it's fucking petrol jelly. The silk scorp on the back. And God Dude. damn, it's hot. Yeah, that, that thing will get you a lot of women. Same with this Midwesty. You're going to be swimming in it, so get ready. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Grab a seat, gather around, join us for a chat. 
All right, folks, you know what that means. It's time for the infamous how many locals you at? Yeah, just drunken stupidity at its finest, always here, and uh, never a shortage of, uh, of, of things to talk about. No, always. There's always something new coming up every week. So, yeah. what do we got this week? We got some rascals. Yeah, we've some got some real sh- rascally behavior here. Uh, so, this was actually just last Saturday uh, at, into Sunday morning, um, approximately 1:38 uh, a.m. Uh, there was a group of people that were uh, on camera damaging and stealing. The uh, main sign uh, un- uh, over by the Geneva Tap House, which um, a couple of friends of ours uh, actually own the the Geneva Tap House. Uh, the our my band has played there. Um, we've grabbed numerous beers off of their awesome beer wall, their tap wall, which is you know just phenomenal. Um, and these rascally bastards these are douche, on video. Douche canoes. These douche canoes are on video outside the tap house at one point he jumps up and he just like smacks the sign which it's just you know it's a really nice piece of wood that has been handcrafted locally and it says tap house it's got their little logo on it but somebody smacks the hell out of it it's just dangling on you know the the uh chains from the from you know right on the overhang there and somebody mashes it which breaks it and then they rip it down and then they stole it I mean, this this might not be a Wisconsin resident. We we might be talking about a fib here. I think so. If it's so. Lake Geneva, this is definitely fib territory. Yeah. Um. The the yeah the the problem here is, uh, y- you know, you come up here, uh, to our our Geneva area, which is you know something that Russ and I just kind of hold a little bit more dear near and dear because it's it's you know five minutes you know from our our hometown. We spent countless hours in Lake Geneva in the summer and even in the winter, you know, we weren't, you know, partial, like, you know, the, the fibs in the South there, but you know, I can't necessarily say with any certainty or fact that these people were from Illinois, but it just feels a little like, you know, the, the touristy people that come up here and, oh, for sure. and they, you know, they just fucked this, this local business that, you know, is not harming anybody. They they save uh, the old movie theater downtown from being basically empty for you know foreseeable years. Yeah, for sure. They put something really cool in there, and this is what they get. They get you know this this vandalism. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. And you know at one thirty eight a.m. you know what it is. It's it's people just being really stupid and ignorant and drunk. Yeah, for sure. What the fuck? I mean, the the, the thing is, like, this guy's going to get caught. I mean, if anyone knows, the dude, he's fucked. I mean, it's been shared all over, but... Yeah, and just, I mean, there's very clear uh, uh, pictures from that video. The fact that he's wearing khakis fucking says it all. I mean... And those kind of khakis. Yeah, these are like the fucking shit chinos. Right. These are like the fucking Walmart chinos. Yeah, and and they're like that really light... It's like they're almost white. They're, I mean... If you're wearing like the cool like brownish tan like Carhartts or you know something like that, that's fine. But who the fuck goes out on a Saturday night into Sunday morning in those khakis? Yeah, not not a. You know what? You're not gonna get. You're not wearing the polo. You don't got the New Balance. You're and a not, zip and a zip hoodie. Yeah, no Lacoste. Like symbol. with a, I I think it's like 
a nice like suit coat thing over the and it's like come on how much yeah. more douche can we get here yeah this is like all the douche this guy's strawberry douche and it hard right this now. might be our first douchey loco this guy actually might be a loco drinker like yeah. an actual douche loco yeah. so on the douche level he's definitely up there on the yeah. drunken level i think he's just kind of like a shit bag like i think i have a number because i i I've been here. I've never taken signs or anything, but I've done some dumbass shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've I've been at the level where you where you wanted, you know, like everything's lowered. Your friend behind you says, "You do that," and then you're like, "I give it some thought." And then, you know, if if it if if I think that it's not gonna like really really you know cost uh, uh you know a huge amount for the business you know or whatever or the person, you know, I could say twenty years ago. I would have probably done, you know, something stupid like this too. Yeah, but for sure. That was 20 years ago. This guy does not look like he's the age that you and I were when we were doing dumb shit. This guy looks like he's already in like his late 20s, early 30s. I mean, I'm surprised. There was a time and a place they, where you could do this stupid shit. I'm sure they caught him already. I mean, there's like, I think some, so. there's like some little skanks taking Instagram videos behind him. So I'm sure he's yeah. already been caught. But so what do you got? I mean, we got like a... a I guess probably like 30s male yeah. taking a tap room sign. Yeah. Douchebag max. I mean the douchebag levels max. I mean douche we don't to even have max. We don't even have a douche number, like a douche scale yeah. to go on, but this is like maxed out douche. Yeah, that's math I can't even <clears throat> put together at this point, but uh I do have a number. I've got a, I've got a, I've got some sort of an idea. I mean, here. I've I've been at this level. I I'm I I was thinking eight loco, yeah, eight, or nine, six. eight or nine loco. I mean, this yeah. guy's just an idiot. I'll meet you at seven. Let's go seven loco on this guy. The freaking yeah. unlucky seven douche. I mean, I hope he gets caught. Eric's on the gavel and, and give him some justice that we can give him. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home. home.